Welcome to Because the Beatles, the podcast about the Beatles, everything about the Beatles, 24-8. I'm Allison. And I'm Erica. And before we start, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts or stream us on Spotify. And if you're enjoying BC the Beatles, feel free to leave us a preferably five-star review so other Beatle maniacs can find us. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll be posting videos, photos, and more from this episode and beyond. And please don't forget, you can always email us at bcthebeatles at gmail.com. We always love to hear from you. And we love to like read your emails and comments and questions on the air. And we got a lot of time on our hands right now because uh, we're just a little quarantined. We do. I mean, we can't not talk about this. You know, at the top of the show, we're all feeling it. We're all kind of in this together. You and I have been talking about our feelings about all this. And it's pretty terrifying out there. Yeah, and we both live in parts of the world that are really affected by it. I'm in Brooklyn, New York, and you're in LA. And, you know, right now, those are pretty big hotspots for coronavirus. So it's pretty, pretty scary. Everybody's wearing masks. Neither of us are leaving the house. The death tolls are terrifying. So there's a a lot. So wherever you are, and whatever's going on, uh, we're right there with you. And we feel this, this craziness. Yeah, definitely. We we hope you're safe. And staying inside. It's crazy. And, you know, we didn't even know if it would be appropriate, you know, to record a podcast. But I know I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, just to like, tune out, especially when I'm cleaning or doing the things that we do to occupy our minds. You know, you and I are lucky because we have our jobs that we're doing from home. But um, the rest of the time, uh, yep, it's a lot of cleaning, a lot of podcast listening, Mm -hmm. a lot of bubble baths. I was more resistant than you about doing the podcast. I was worried that it was toned up, but I totally agree now. I mean, the podcasts that I listen to are the ones that have nothing to do with politics or coronavirus. The ones that I want to listen to are the ones that have to do with the things that I love to think about outside of this crazy. Yeah, definitely. I know I've been listening to a lot of uh, shout out to, I'm sure a lot of my fellow office fans are loving office ladies oh, with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. I God, love it. I love office yeah. ladies so much. Oh my gosh. I love them. I want to be their best friends. Like I know they live somewhere around me in the Valley and I'm just like, I just want to happen upon them and a target and then we need to become best friends and it's great. Okay, thank <laughs> God for social fantasy. distancing because otherwise Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey are going to get a stalker. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, I'm kidding. I just love them. And I just, uh, I thank God for The Office too. I've been watching a lot of The Office. Like just, you know, those like comfort shows, you yeah. know? I restarted Mad Men last week. <gasps> Did you? I have a couple of people I've heard of that have restarted Mad Men. And how is it like watching again? Oh my God. God, it is so good. I'm still in season one. And even though I think that was like 2007 or something, it was a while ago now. Yeah, it was a while. The cinematography is so great. And watching it a second time and not being so engrossed in the story, it's even more fascinating to look at the details of the costumes Mm -hmm. and the sets and the hairstyles and everything that they did to create this world. And it's flawless. It's, It's fucking flawless. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so good. That's such a great show to like, yeah, to do during this. I've been watching The Wire for the first time. Have you watched The Wire? I haven't seen it. Is it good? Yeah, I've only heard that it's like the most amazing show ever. It's better than like The Sopranos or Breaking Bad or Mad Men or any of that. So I'm on season two. It's really, really good. So that's been one of my binges. 
Have I you think. seen Tiger King? Yes. <laughs> Watched the whole damn thing, of course. I'm sure have you. Well, I'm sure you have. This is going to be a Tiger King podcast now. Yes, this is a Tiger King podcast. It's just about Joe Exotic from now oh, on. Oh my God. That and was... about how Carol, pa- Carol Baskin killed her husband. She you know. totally fed her husband to the lions. Yes. I don't give a fuck what she says. They ate him. 100%. 100%. You know, it's, it's so funny. Well, it's not funny. It's just interesting to me, like, how she was wholly unprepared for this whole like newfound fame of her like in this whole conspiracy of people watching it being like she totally fed her husband with the tigers it's either conspiracy or it's the truth seems like it's the truth i don't know yeah they showed those videos of those tigers just ripping like a side of a cow to oh bits. yeah like they could do it and leave no evidence behind and it was years ago nobody's ever gonna find out she she made sure of it Oh my God, totally. And it's like, he didn't just up and leave in the middle of the night. Like that's, it's so crazy. Like, I don't know. I watch enough true crime, not to brag, that I know that's utter bullshit. So. Right. I mean, I know the evidence is circumstantial, but you know, if he's leaving messages for people saying, I think she's going to do something, I'm yeah. worried for my life. And then she's like, oh yeah, he just had dementia, but there's nobody who's going to be able to corroborate that he was, had yeah. dementia. I mean, that's, that's crazy. I know. And in fact, everybody's being like, no, he didn't have dementia. Like, she definitely killed him. Yeah. <laughs> and when, when they were trying to ask her what she thought, like, she was like, I know she was uncomfortable, but she was kind of almost laughing. Yeah. It was she, so fucked yeah. up. <laughs> she's crazy. Like, she, yeah, she's very interesting to watch. Like, I'm excited if this actually, because I heard it's getting reopened. Like, they're taking another look at her case, like, of her missing husband. So it's going to be surprise. It's going to be amazing to watch. Um and I also heard that Joe Exotic is going to ask Trump for a pardon. I heard that. He's probably like loving all this. Uh, that whole series. I think there's one more episode coming. That's what I heard oh, today. Oh, no shit, really? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> I know. It's something to look forward to in this bleak <laughs> time. It's more Tiger King. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. In all of my work calls, everything, we've all just been talking about Tiger King. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. I need that new episode, like, now. For real. Oh, it's, yeah, it's the little things at this time, you know? Yeah. God. Um, yes, this is a Tiger King. This is a Joe Exotic tribute podcast now. I'm sorry yes. for that. Exactly. Ugh. And, uh, yeah, so this is, this is us and uh, right now, and we hope you're kind of making it through, watching Tiger King, whatever, but, you know, everything's kind of at a standstill right now. Otherwise, you'll notice that we didn't include our Abbey Road on the River spot at the top like we've been doing because Abbey Road and the River has been postponed till October which you know still looking I can't still can't wait it's just more anticipation building up yeah it's the right choice people would come if it was earlier and it's gonna be a nice great time and it'll be over John's birthday which is really exciting I know isn't that fantastic oh my gosh yes I'm so excited and I think don't quote me on this. I'll we'll have to confirm with our friends over at Abbey Run the River. But I think there's a concert also taking place that weekend featuring Tim Piper, who is this fantastic John Lennon tribute act. Who oh, I've known he's since so I was like, good. oh my god, dude, I've known Tim since I was like, oh, Jesus, like 15, 16, like when Abbey Run the River first started in oh, Cleveland. Oh shit! How cool. Yeah, so he's he's great. He lives around LA too, so I get to see him sometimes. But that'll be amazing. Nice. So it's something to look forward to for sure. We're celebrating John's 80th birthday weekend. Yeah, that's right. It's a big one. Where else would you want to be than at a festival for Beatles music celebrating oh John's 80th? I didn't, you know what? It didn't even click in my head. I don't even know why I didn't put it together, but now I'm even more excited because, yes, it's going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. 
That's so exciting. Oh, man. Another thing we're really excited about is that we are super excited to announce our new Beatles book club pick. Which yes. Is... I'm doing a drum roll, but it's, it's real shit. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> uh, yeah, it's Jennifer Juniper, which is Jenny Boyd's new autobiography. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and if you, I'm, I'm sure the name sounds familiar. If you're not familiar with Jenny, she's, of course, Patty Boyd's sister. Um, but in the 60s, she was a model. She was a member of the London 2060s scene. She lived in Chelsea. She was a model for Full and Tuffin, which, if you're not familiar with them, you'll know Mary Quant, who, um, you know, their, their styles are very similar. Both designer, design houses participated in this movement called the Youthquake, which was bringing you know, London style to America. She also went to the to India with the Beatles and Donovan. Donovan wrote Jennifer Juniper about her. Uh, they had an affair. It's just, there are so many like surreal moments in her life that it's just crazy. And this book goes through all of them. Yes. Me. It's so cool. It's such a great book. The book is so good. And even better is when we finally do the book club, we'll be able to welcome Jenny onto the show to talk about the book with us. Oh my gosh, so excited. So we can't wait to talk exciting. to Jenny. She's so cool. She's so cool. And um, yeah, we'll be making, you know, posts on our social media calling for questions for Jenny before we uh, record the episode. And, you know, if you haven't gotten the book, it's out now. Uh, it came out late March, I believe, just a few weeks ago. And uh, yeah, it's it's everywhere. She's been doing some really cool uh, interviews to promote it. And um, yeah, we're so excited. Can't wait to talk to her. Yeah, me too. So once we have a date, we'll start putting out a request for questions. So if you have anything you want to know and you want Jenny to answer, let us know. Yeah, that'll be fantastic. I can't wait. Today, the feature of the show, as we like to call it, uh, the meat of the show is going to be a little bit different. We don't really have much plan structurally because it's just madness out there. Yeah. But we thought we'd catch up with you guys, tell tell you a little bit about we, what we've been up to, some of the stuff that the Beatles world is doing uh, amid the coronavirus c- c- catastrophe, I guess. I think um, this episode needs to be called We All Live in Corona Quarantine. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Oh, I need a moment to pro that's so good. Wow. Okay, well, we're calling that episode. This. So you guys are witnessing this is us naming the episode that's already named We All Live in Corona Quarantine. How come nobody's written that yet? I don't know. As like a parody. I don't um, know. Let's talk oh to Ringo. My- Amazing stat. Let's talk Ringo. to Ringo. <laughs> At Ringo Star Music. Um, hi. Here's the thing you need to do right while now. you're yeah, while you're in your bunker, hopefully where Paul is too. I don't, yeah. yeah. They just need to be under underground somewhere. But oh my, that's so genius. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, so while we're in our corona quarantine, which I can't <laughs> not now say with like the beats of Yellow Submarine. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, let's take a virtual trip back into the recent past ooh. when we were allowed to roam the earth and Allison, you went on an epic London and Liverpool trip. I did. And, you know, I got to say, like, I was thinking I was crazy because I just went to Rome for Christmas and I like spurred the moment. As I said in the last, po- the last episode, 
um, I randomly just booked a trip to London because I found a cheap fare and I was just like, man, I'm crazy. This is insane. Like, why am I doing this? But now it makes sense. Now it was just sort of like, I felt the need to go and I did. And I'm so happy. Um, and it was, I got to tell you, it was a really busy trip. It was a very quick trip. It was like, mm, maybe like, like six or seven days. And, um, and I went to London and Liverpool and it was just a whirlwind, just packed stuff, but it's all good. So the, my favorite Beatles thing of last episode was, uh, the trip, but specifically I was going to go to Abbey Road Studios, which I did. And it was, um, life-changing. I think I felt my soul leave my body. Uh, oh my yeah. God. So we haven't really even talked about this no, in we too much depth this. at all. So kind of waiting yeah. for this. So just say it all. Tell me everything I wanted to know. <laughs> just say it. Um, okay. Well here, I, I'm, I, yeah, I won't go crazy. I'm trying to like, you know, reel myself back in because I could go ape shit about this. But so I was very lucky. I'm so grateful that I had this opportunity. So um, I got a tour of the studios, but um, specifically, of course, I wanted to go into Studio Two, which is where the Beatles recorded uh, primarily. They recorded in all three studios there. Uh, studio One is a big sort of orchestral room. Um, it was booked that day, so I didn't get to go in there. But I went into Two and Three, and Two was totally empty. Um, there were there were some equipment set up. There were, were going to be people coming in there later, but I got there very early in the morning, so um, it was just me and the lovely woman who was showing me around. Uh, we went in there and I just was like, I mean, I have never been that close to tears. I just, uh, it was, it took my breath away and it's just like you see in photos. Oh uh, it's very small. And, um, I warned her, I was like, dude, I'm going to be so annoying and ask you to take photos of me like everywhere. So please. And she was very gracious and did it. But so I got to walk up the staircase, the famous staircase from the, uh, the studio to the booth um, which I just like, it, I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know if I like comprehended that. And then I was like, can we go into the booth? And we did. Uh-huh. And so it is completely redone. It looks totally different. They've got some of the original equipment in there, but, um, you know, the window is still there. And I just, it's like, I took a photo of studio two out the window from the booth, uh, just oh because God, it's like, so you know, cool. that's where George, looked out the Beatles, you know, that's where, you know, all of that happened and just amazing. So, um, got to go into the, uh, echo chamber, which is out the back of the, uh, studio. So you exit sort of out the back and then you go into this little room. It smells like a basement, which I loved. It took me back to like my childhood basement. Um, but yeah, it's just this like concrete room that fed into studio two feeds into studio two, uh, and, and, you know, produces the echo effect, uh, yeah, it was insane. There was one moment where, um, I was in there just alone by myself and it was so quiet and it was just like, you know, just looking around the room and, and you, it definitely is one of those spaces where you feel that something happened here, you know, like it, it's just, yeah, it was, it was incredible. <sighs> yeah. Oh my God. What an experience yeah. of a lifetime. And those pictures that woman took outstanding. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I always hate how I look at pictures, but I don't care. Like, I love those photos Whatever. so much. Whatever, you look amazing, and everyone looks amazing, and you fit great in there, so perfect. Uh, it was, yeah, it was great. And the weirdest thing, it was so funny, because we were going into Studio 3, which is, if you're going into the studios, it's the first one you encounter on your uh, left-hand side. And as we were trying to get in, um, who walks past us? 
but Giles Martin. Holy shit. Giles fucking Martin walks past <laughs> us and makes a little joke about, you know, getting into the studio. And I was just like, ha, 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 Giles Martin. Holy shit. You know, of course, I was very composed. But as soon as we get in there, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> no idea I was going to see this guy today. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, then at one point we went down to the canteen, which is also a very cool experience. Uh, we got some coffee and just sat there and talked. And then, of course, Giles comes in and he sits like literally at our table, three chairs down from me. And I'm just like, mm, OK, yep, yep, yep. This is uh, this is happening right now. This Did is he great. sit down to chat or was he just like keeping to himself? He was, no, he was chatting with um, this guy sitting across from him. I, I'm not sure who it, is, who it was, but um, yeah, they're having a little chat and then they got up to go probably do work but um you know i my friend and i were assuming that they were doing work on the new let it be uh remasters that we all know are coming they won't announce them they're but, in september you know. there's a book that's going to be published i think september 10th or so a companion book so no one's saying it but it's gonna be in september yeah, unless something with corona delays it right oh yeah that's true the studios are closed right now because of the coronavirus yeah. but who knows i mean you know that kind of stuff can be done at home if they have the right equipment, but I don't, yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, so at that point they were working on something, um, dot, dot, dot. Mm. We'll see what it, we'll see what it was. Did you hear any snippets of conversation? I didn't, I didn't. I was just, you know, I was trying to, you know, have a, my own conversation with, uh, the woman I was with and then, but I was, I don't know. I think I just blacked out a lot. Yeah. I can <laughs> I, imagine. So, yeah. It was pretty surreal. Um, but it was, you know, it was wonderful. And I, you know, after that, I went to the new Abbey Road store that's right there. And, um, oh my gosh, I could have spent so much money in there. But, oh, the merchandise uh, line is so cool. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And they had, I remember talking on the podcast about the, uh, the jewelry line that came out around Christmas. They had all that there. Um, yeah, it's just, it was so, so cool. And, uh, I would have done the, you know, the picture you have to take walking across Edgar Road. I've done it a few times, but, um, I had all my shit with me cause I was heading out to Heathrow to fly home right after that. But, um, I did stop Erica and plaster our stickers, our, uh, BC the Beatles stickers all over the lamppost nice. outside of Edgar Road Studios. So, you know, if you're listening, cause you saw one of those stickers, hi, that was me, the crazy girl in the red coat. Yep. <laughs> I definitely got some looks. But yeah, that was uh, pretty amazing. Um, and, you know, also while I was in London, I got to have dinner with our friend, our past guest, Leslie Cavendish, the Aww. Beatles hairdresser. Love him. Hi, Leslie, if you're listening. He's such he does a sweetheart. Something. He's so sweet. He um, brought along Ernie Sutton, who is the president of the British Beatles fan club. And so he was really fun to meet and chat with. Yeah, wow. Yeah, we just had a great night. We went and got some Italian food. We closed down the place, drank a couple bottles of wine, like told story. It was really fun. It was just, he's such great company. And and uh, definitely, if you haven't read his book, The Cutting Edge, um, about his time as a Beatles hairdresser, please do. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was on, I think, episode, what, three or four. Yeah, one of the very early ones. Yeah, and I got to see a couple other pals of ours, Simon Weitzman, who is working on his film Here, There, and Everywhere about Beatles fans. Our friend Richard Mills, who, God, he's doing a different project every week, I think, (laughs) to do with the Beatles. Yeah, his book came out. Oh, yes, it did. He was talking about his book. Gosh, it was such a, it was so busy. It was packed, you know, wall to wall. Yeah, and then, of course, went to Liverpool and, uh, yeah, that's a big blur. But yeah, so I went to the Cavern Club, love to go to the Cavern Club, and uh, got to see a show there, which I 
hardly ever get to see shows when I go to uh, Liverpool, but the cave dwellers are playing when they sort of cover all the Mersey beat bands. So that was really fun. Um, I went with our friend, Allison, who is getting her doctorate at Liverpool Hope University in cultural studies. She has her master's in the Beatles, but she lives in freaking Walton. Like she's a stone's throw away from the church where John met Paul. Actually, I met her in Walton and we walked up to the new Strawberry Field Museum. I hadn't been there. Obviously, it's brand new. I'd been to Strawberry Field, the gates before. But now Mm -hmm. it used to be just like brush behind it. But they've cleared it all out. They've made this beautiful new complex. The museum there is great. It kind of goes through the whole history of the space and, and the Salvation Army, their presence with Strawberry Field and all that. And, of course, John Lennon and the song Strawberry Field specifically. It's small, but it really is packed with stuff. So it, you know, it's really a quality museum if you take your time and read everything. Um, They also have a little cafe. They have a nice garden with the actual original gates of Strawberry Field in them. So you can go out, yeah, like see them and take pictures and all that. Um, So that was really fun. That was definitely different, something new. And this is the thing. It's so weird. I'm like rambling, but it occurs to me that there's, always something new Liverpool. Every time I go, there's like three new things. And this time it was no different. You know, that's new. We talked about on the podcast, the new magical Beatles museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Best. you know, depending on <laughs> which source rogue Bass museum. Yeah. It, I sort of call it that cause I've seen it called like three different things uh, depending on where you look. Um, but it's on Matthew street kind of catty corner from the cavern it's pretty big uh, height wise. It t- takes up about four or five stories of this one building and each floor is dedicated to a different period in the Beatles career. So the first floor, uh, well, first floor is Loppy gift shop. And then the next floor up is the very early times, like the late fifties to like, you know, 1960 or 1961. And then it goes up from there. And of course, cause it's rogue best running it. Pete best. A lot of the memorabilia comes from rogue's father, Neil Aspinall's collection it's very heavy on the early side. So there's a lot of really cool, like early memorabilia. They have like Pete's like leather pants from Hamburg, which is crazy. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I know. And they have stuff from Mona Best too. I really gained more of an appreciation and understanding for her. And I, we should definitely have a whole Mona Best podcast because she was phenomenal. Oh yeah. Um, great. Yeah. And that's, you know, Pete and uh, Rogue's mother, you know, and then, you know, as you go up, there's even like a, like photographic opportunities where you can, you know, like put on robes and pretend you're in the Magical Mystery Tour. Or, you know, nice. it's it's a fun interactive museum. Yeah, so definitely worth a visit. And yeah, you know, this was the first time I got to go to the Casbah Club, which is you know a must do. I don't know how it's taken me this long to get there. It's in the original space in Haman's Green, out in I mean it's not too far from the center of Liverpool, but it's a little bus ride away. And, you know, we were there by ourselves. We got a tour from Kenny, who was fantastic, took us through. They have the original ceilings that the Beatles painted, and they have the original space where they played. They have a great little bar where we got beer afterwards and sat there and chatted. It's amazing. And then there's a dragon painting that I believe Mona painted where you're supposed to rub the dragon for good luck. Not sure if my good luck came true. I think Allison, my friend that I was with, she had some good luck happen to her uh after that but uh i'm still waiting for mine we'll see was this before or after the abbey road tour 
This is all before. That was some good luck right there. That's true. Okay. Giles yeah. Martin okay. two times. That's true. Okay. All right. All right. So that, that counts. That counts. Um, other than that, you know, I went to see Brian's grave. I usually try to do that when I'm there. Just sit and chat with Brian for a minute. Give him updates. And uh, we like to, you know, I like to play his artistes for him while I'm sitting there. Aww. Yeah, we just, you know, have a little moment. It was very busy. I was only there for like not even two days. <laughs> in That's fact, insane. maybe two days, maybe two days. Yeah, it was very, very fast. Uh, and then yeah, I was back to London, but it was quick, but it was, I'm so glad I got to do it before the world kind of shut down. Weren't you telling me too that one of the things you did was the Cavern Club tour? Oh, yes, of course. Thank you for reminding me because this is amazing. So the Cavern Club tour is sort of new, another new thing. Um, but it's this free 45 minute tour in the morning. So I think every day except maybe Wednesday, um, they have it when the cavern's open. It's not open right now, of course. But yeah, you meet in front of the stage in the cavern. And then the tour guide, who it's mine was Dale. I think it's always Dale, who's great, takes you up on the street, takes you into the original entrance of the cavern. You go down that way, he takes you around the space. And it really tells you a lot about the original cavern and today's cavern. And the, what was interesting for me is I learned so much. I thought I knew, you know, everything about the cavern. You can't tell me anything. I learned so much shit on this tour, Erica. Like so many myths that people have about the cavern were dispelled. We're going to have Dale or somebody from the cavern on to talk about this because it's so fascinating. There are so many accepted truths that we have as Beatles fans about the cavern that aren't true. They're just not true. And it blew my mind, I got to tell you. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, it was crazy. But I 100% recommend um, the Cavern Club tour. It's so worth it. Even if you're like me and you're sort of like, oh, I think I know everything. No, you don't. You don't. Because, yeah, I learned stuff that I never have read anywhere or anywhere that, you know, you couldn't find out these things anywhere except for the Cavern Club. So yeah, it was it was phenomenal. I loved it. Wow, I cannot wait to uh, uh, do that episode. And oh, hell yeah. also, thank you for the virtual tour. Yeah, that's that's my job here at this point. <laughs> you know, for this is all we can do right now is a virtual tour um, of me rambling through all these things. But so excited to go back. And no matter how long you spend in Liverpool or in London, it's never long enough. So I hope I hope uh, the world gets back to normal soon. Yes, don't we all? Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that. was that. And then I really quickly, I just wanted to shout out something really amazing that happened when I got back right before the world shut down. Again, I'm so fucking grateful. I, I can't even tell you how grateful I am that this happened. But um, here in L.A. every year, there's a group of people called the Wild Honey Orchestra. And it's, you know, just a big conglomerate of, of the city's best musicians that play with people like Brian Wilson and the Monkees and... Um, all these different artists and then some big names come out too for it, but they do a benefit uh, for the autism think tank every year and they tribute a specific band. Last year it was the kinks. This year was the love and spoonful, which I mean, I don't know if, if you, you guys listening know, but that's probably my favorite band tied with Beatles is the love and spoonful. Like John Sebastian is my guy, my oh. guy. I love him. So I was so excited, especially since they decided to, quote unquote reunite. It's not really reunion because Zolinovsky, the guitarist, is dead, but the three surviving members, John, Steve Boone, the bassist, and Joe Butler, the drummer, 
were there. They reunited. They played together for the first time since 2000 when they were inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it was just phenomenal. Oh, it was cool. amazing. It was like one of those life-changing moments. Like I'll never forget that show. And I was lucky enough to go to some of the rehearsals earlier that week. And it was just, it was amazing. Those were the grand old before times, Erica. You know what? If you had to have something be like the last big thing you did before hunkering down at home, that's a pretty good one. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Now we're here. I'm just watching cat sleep. Yeah, this is where we are now. So anyway, what's up with you, brah? Oh, you know, just home. And since I was home and I was just checking in with our Beatles family to see if they're home and see Uh, what they're doing and to make sure that everybody's uh, safe and to see what kind of initiatives were going on with all of them. So I will start with Paul, who about two weeks before we all went home, maybe the week before I had to work, start working from home, there was a picture of Paul at JFK Airport. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I freaked the fuck out. I wanted to scream. (laughs) Apparently he was here to start working on his uh, musical, the musical version of It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. The musical version of It's a Wonderful Life. And from the sources that I think are pretty reputable, he's in the Hamptons hunkering down. He is safe. He is with his family. So he's fine. He's not going to the airport anymore. No. What? It, and I, yeah. No, I can't even get started. I was so pissed when I saw that. He, he, was, he was cutting it pretty close. Ugh. Yes, very much so. But uh, this, this month on PaulMcCartney.com, his You Gave Me the Answer kind of talks about a lot of kind of coronavirus related things or at least quarantine related things and what he does at home and he also did a new sticking out of my back pocket playlist which the theme this month is basically staying at home eat at home is my favorite song on the list though that song as many people know is about having sex with your wife not eating dinner so yeah it's it makes me laugh whenever like paul mccartney like his team or whatever tweets or posts about it and they reference it at home. I'm like, you guys, you're, you're like, you're either naive or you're just like not even addressing. They know. <laughs> they know we know too. It's funny because that playlist this month, so it's got a lot of deep tracks on it, which is great. But also like, okay, so I love Off the Ground. We I all know, know what you're going to say. Yes. You, are you really? I think so. <laughs> you really? Um, yeah. So I appreciate that they put Wine Dark Open Sea on there because I think that is one of Paul's like greatest sleeper love songs. Like people never reference it, but I think it's great. But like they kind of should have put Hope of Deliverance on there is my comment. That's a good point. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were just going to be angry that there wasn't enough of that era on the, oh. on the playlist. I mean, I'm always angry about that. And, you know, I haven't seen anything from Driving Rain pop up at all. So No, but there's one from Off the Ground. That's I think that's the first time Off the Ground has appeared on start. this. It's a start. But Driving Rain, Paul, come on. for Let's do this for May. Let's do some Driving Rain. I do feel like there's something coming. There has to be. Anyway, sorry, I'm hijacking this. No, that's, that's fine. This, if I bring up sticking out of my back pocket, I know that's going to come. <sighs> I know. I've always got something to say. It's, it's okay, Paul. We appreciate it. it Thank is. you. And in other news, Danny Harrison, George's son, has donated $500,000 to Music Care's Coronavirus Relief Fund, Save the Children, 
and Doctors Without Borders charities to help the effort in providing care in the coronavirus crisis. And to raise additional funds, they've launched the Inner Light Challenge. So the challenge is basically you post a video of yourself singing part of the song, The Inner Light. They will donate a dollar up to $100,000 more to help people affected by the virus. So there's a great video of Danny Harrison himself doing it. If you search the hashtag InnerLight2020, you can find lots of interesting renditions of the song, which mm-hmm. is very cool. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. Ringo is also out there telling everybody to stay safe. He's He himself is safe. And he his uh, Instagram is always a thing of hilarity and wonder. <laughs> My favorite one that he posted is a picture of the iconic Beatles statue in Liverpool, and Ringo is wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that. Oh, my gosh. It's very cute. Do you think that was a real mask, or do you think somebody photoshopped that on? It looks pretty real, but it's not a huge picture. Hmm. But the statue is real enough that they they could have put the mask around the earlobes. I think so. It looks very real. I'm going to say it's probably real. I'll go with that. I think it's amazing that Ringo was so delighted. I think he was excited it was on his statue. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things for Ringo. It is. Well, you know, he appreciates the simple things in life. So yeah, lessons to be that. taken from that when we're all really pared down to the simplest of things. Yes, true. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the basics, trying to find toilet paper, yes. the thing we all take for granted. Yeah, I did get, I got two toilet papers instead of my paper towels last time, so I felt lucky. But, you know, that's also yeah. still really scarce. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we're good. Don't send toilet paper. We're all good. Send paper towels, actually. Oh, yeah, paper towels are good. <laughs> anyway. And uh, finally... Not to be left out, John Lennon has posted his own public service announcement from John and Yoko on the official John Lennon YouTube page, which is so funny. Have you seen this? I I saw a snippet of it on Instagram. <laughs> it's just a shortcut from the, the bed and for peace where he's saying, stay in bed, grow your hair. Thank you. It's hilarious. <laughs> Hashtag accurate. Yes. So uh, John Lennon was... 50 years uh, too soon for the coronavirus, but he has the right message. Stay in bed, grow your hair. Yeah. I mean, that's always relevant. I mean, I, you know, I always advocate staying in bed because hashtag lazy, but um, now more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, grow your hair because the option is to cut it yourself. And believe me, don't do it. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I know. Don't even get me started. I, about my, the state of my hair, I'm sure every girl guy anybody can can relate i mean where's leslie cavendish when you need him leslie i wouldn't be doing a zoom with him right now i wouldn't want him to see my hair uh agreed (laughs) agreed 100 percent. so we wish paul and ringo and all the beatles family and friends health and safety and we also want to send our best wishes to marianne faithful who was Mm -hmm. recently admitted to the hospital for coronavirus related issues so get well soon yes god god bless marianne and Really quick, I just wanted to shout out uh, a member of our sort of L.A., sort of New York, uh, definitely part of our Rhino family who passed away last week, uh, Adam Schlesinger from oh Fountains of Wayne. so yeah. upsetting. Yeah, absolutely devastating. He produced uh, the Monkees' last studio album, Good Times, and also the Christmas album that came out last December on vinyl, the previous December on CD, but so sad. I Yeah, he was such a prolific guy. I met him a couple of times. Um, really nice, really humble. And I mean, God, such a big fan of that thing you do, the song. The, what you know, a he great wrote movie. That. 
such a fucking great movie. And of course, Fountains of Wayne, it's like that takes me right back to college. So very sad. Rest in peace, Adam. Thank you for all of your work. So grateful. Usually, you know, we do our latest Beatles obsession and this time we'll do that and whatever is fucking keeping us alive at this point. Erica, what, yeah. what's up with you? What's, what's your favorite thing right now? Uh, well, I mean, I'm doing a lot of binging and I'm going to recommend a couple of things. First, if you have never heard the podcast, The Ballad of Billy Balls, I'm going to recommend that. It's part true crime, part the 80s punk scene in New York City and the Lower East Side. Mm. It's a mystery it has to do with gender identity and your parentage and your own identity and who you are. And it all mixes in with music and intrigue and crime and deep emotions and just really weird characters. It's finished. So it's a complete story. So if, if you need to binge something, I would say that Ballad of Billy Balls. Oh, shit. So good. Cool. I literally... Just I subscribe to it as you're talking. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna let me. It's one of those things like I wish I'd never heard it before because I wish I could hear it again. Like <gasps> I I love it. I love it. And the the narrator and writer and part subject of the story, I tell it right, is just such a phenomenal writer. You will love it so much. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. I can't wait. And another thing I'm going to recommend, and maybe I'm late to the party on these guys. I've never heard them before. But they're called either the REO Brothers or the Rio Brothers, R-E-O. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of them? No, not at all. I mean, is it R- is REO like REO Speedwagon yeah. or is it? But, oh, okay. but lowercase. So, re- so I think oh. it's Rio. They're a Filipino band of mm-hmm. four brothers. They perform covers of the Beatles and the Beach Boys and Dave Clark Five and America, Gary Lewis and the Playboys. Like they, they do these things and they sound so much like the Beatles like they sound more like the Beatles than the fucking Beatles like they, oh my god they seemed like they kind of hit their height in like 2014 in Manila and then they performed at a concert in 2014 at Madison Square Garden what yeah like they were really like active and like their Instagram stops at like 2016. So I've been researching them. Like, how did I never hear them before? But now it seems like maybe they're stuck in quarantine too. And they've started releasing more videos on their YouTube page, like every couple of days. And they're so oh, good. snap. Like they're so good. Like listen to their version. We'll have to post this on our socials. Their version of No Reply is like ridiculous. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I, yeah, I've never heard of this. I can't wait. I love these guys. So those are my recommendations. Enjoy them. We're going to have to post the Rio brothers. It's so good. Oh my God. I hope they get booked on some sort of fest here. Like either Abbey Road on the river or the Beatle fest or like whatever. Like I want to, I want to see them. I want to like experience this. (laughs) These guys are, they're so good. I wish we could all listen to them together right now. Like, I wish I knew how to, like, make that work, but I don't. Like a party? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, like a Netflix party, but with YouTube and with these guys. That would be fun. Uh, too bad we couldn't do Instagram Live, like, split screen, like, I and know. listen to these guys. Like, if you guys know more about Instagram Live than we do, and you know how to do that, let us know. And maybe we'll have a little party with the Rio Brothers and and us on uh, on Instagram Live or something, I don't know, yes. or Facebook or something. That would anyway, be really but, fun. We should totally, we can do that. Yeah. I saw somebody do that on Instagram like last week. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, we could totally do that. Let's investigate this. Okay. We will. All right. That'll be our, uh, that'll be our next thing. Anyway. Amazing. Yeah. So what are you obsessed with? 
Or what are you watching to get through it all or listening to? It's keeping me keeping me afloat. Yes. Um, uh, you know, a few things. So I'm in a rewatch of one of my favorite shows that I grew up on that really formed my warp ass sense of humor, which is The Kids in the Hall. Oh, nice. Uh, I love them so much. I like, I just can't even, they're probably my favorite non, they're sort of like a rock band of comedy. Like I love them all so much, but um, yeah, just, it's so comforting. Just like watch an episode or two before I fall asleep. It's just so fucking funny. I just love those guys. And then I also, I'm going to endeavor my big project for the quarantine is to learn how to use a sewing machine. (laughs) It's so random, but there is um, the V&A had this great Mary Quant exhibit when I was in London. I got to see the very last weekend of it. And um, they put up these patterns where you can make your own Mary Quant design dresses. Oh, my God. Yeah. And of course, you know, I'm, I fucking love clothes and stuff. So I'm like, I want to do this and uh, never use a sewing machine. I have an old one uh, that one of my old roommates left here. And so I've been sort of refurbishing it as far as I can tell. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I just ordered my fabric tonight. So hopefully I'll get it and not completely fuck it up. Wow. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it turns out. It might. And also, I think my first project is obviously going to be make, making face masks. Oh, great so idea. let's see how that goes. Yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I so last week I had the privilege of having drinks with on another one of our past guests, the rock and roll detective himself, Jim Birkenstadt, who wrote the book on literally wrote the book on Jimmy Nickel called The Beetle Who Vanished. And uh, I got a virtual tour of his like Beatles lair. He has all this Beatles shit. Oh, up. really? He's got crazy crap. Like, and Jim, if you're listening right now, wow. Like, he already knows. I already fangirled over all his stuff. But, yeah, he's been collecting for a long time. So he's got quite the collection of, like, Beatles stuff, like Traveling traveling Wilbury stuff, you know, George Solo stuff. Because he's worked on, you know, George projects through the years. And it's pretty amazing. And he's, uh, you know, he's always a good good fun good fun to have a, a drink with. So. Wow. I'm sorry I missed that. He is a fucking riot. Oh, dude. Yeah. Next time. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to do it again. But um, yeah, and then uh, I guess the Zen part of me is I'm just loving. I bought these candles at Strawberry Field, the gift shop, and I just sort of wanted them because they had like the picture of the gates on the outside or whatever. But oh my god, they smell amazing. Do they smell like strawberries? One of them does. I didn't buy that one because I, I I love the smell of like orange and citrus, so I bought that one. And another one it's just like called Clean Linen or something. Mm-hmm. And oh my so good and I think one of them burned out today so I'm gonna have to get another one ASAP when they reopen have somebody send one or something so good so that's where I am by the end of this thing we'll be domestic and have very 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 clean houses yes exactly exactly um yeah and you know, I, I can only hope that somebody's listening to this in the future and we've made it and it's all good now and uh you know this will just be an historical event that uh, happened and uh, went away. Here, here. For real. Uh, but anyway, I, we hope you guys are staying safe. Please, please, please stay home. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for listening to Because the Beatles, as always. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening right now. And please, please, please give us a rating slash review so other Beatle maniacs can find us. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll be posting photos and more from this episode and beyond. And remember, you can always email us at bcthebeatles at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.